0: Welcome, friends, to Change Your World with Yvonne Roberts. I am so excited to be here again today to share this very special message. And I certainly hope that all is well with you. And if it's not, um, I just want to be an encouragement to you today to let you know that God loves you and wants you to be at your very best. So today... Um, We're going to be talking about dealing with your emotions. Um, First of all, let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that everyone who hears this message today, Lord, you will help them have a better understanding of your word. Use me and help me to deliver it as you would have me to. Through your holy scriptures, may it be a blessing. To the hearers, I ask in the name of the precious name of your dear son, Jesus Christ, let me decrease as you increase. Thank you, Lord. All right. So as I said before, today we're going to be talking about dealing with your emotions. A friend of mine had... uh, I had shared a message with a friend of mine and and uh, she shared with me that she would really like for me to do something or talk about um, impatience. And uh, I told her I would. But as I started delving into that uh, topic, I realized that the bottom line of it is that we're still dealing with our, that's dealing was our emotions, and a lot of us have, you know, problems in the areas of our emotions. Um, most of us uh, have problems uh, with with you know anger, or you know depression, or you know um, you know anxiety, or you know um, just. You know, our, our emotional state is just so bad that we, we, we have problems with, you know, not only that, but we have problems with being impatient and and uh, temptation in areas of temptation, you know, trying to deal with our, emo- our emotions and certain circumstances and situations. And um, a lot of times we find ourselves... Um, really wrecked in our um emotional state, I know for me, um, I have a problem with dealing with my emotions from time to time because I have a tendency to let my you know, sometimes in certain situations, not all of them, but in certain situations, I have a tendency to to let my emotions carry me away into certain areas that I really don't want it to carry me away to. I just find myself giving way to that emotion and letting it carry me wherever it may. And that's not always good because it puts me in a really bad state of mind. And, and I end up having repercussions from it, um, emotional repercussions. Um, to where it's hard for me to get back where I was before being stable. Uh, And so I want to talk about that today. Um, I want to talk about dealing with our emotions. A situation or circumstance uh, will arise and people think, well, whatever emotion arises, then that's just how it is. I've heard people Say it again, well, I can't help the way I am, you know. Uh, that's what happens when I feel this, or this is what happens when I feel that, you know. And I have come to learn. I, it wasn't easy, but I, I am here to tell you that I have come to learn that uh, we are able to handle, master, and govern our own emotions. Because if, if we don't learn how to master, govern, and control our own emotions, then what will happen? Our emotions will come to master, govern, and control us and take us where they want us to go and many of us and 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 many of us you know many people not not just christians uh not just you know uh i'm sorry not just you know people that's in the world uh non-christians but christians as well have ended up in jail uh, prison uh, why because we have not learned to master our emotions. And now we're, we're doing time. We're doing big time because we've killed someone or we've hurt someone severely. Uh, and then we sit in jail and we think to ourselves, how did I get myself in this mess? It's because we did not pay attention to our emotions and we have not learned to control our emotions. So... Uh, you know, as far as our emotion, uh, as far as our emotion, emotions are concerned, um, we we have to change that. We we have to change that as Christians. We really need to to hone in on getting a grip on our emotions because it, it's it's possible. All things are possible to him who believes. And, and that scripture is very true because if you p- believe that you can do something, you can do whatever you put your heart to. You can do whatever that that you you will yourself to do. You know, and we're going to get into that a little later too. But first, let's get a definition of, of emotions. Emotions are feelings on the inside that is designed to move you in a direction. And if those emotions can lead you away from, excuse me, from the will of God for your life, or it can lead you in a direction which will kill, steal, and destroy your life, all of a sudden you realize you need to learn to master your emotions. It becomes paramount that you get a hold of this because This is where the enemy will will keep you from the call of God on your life and doing the will of God for your life. He will use your emotions against you to destroy your life. And and we all have them, but the, the key objective is to not allow negative emotions to take charge of your life. You should not be governed by Your feelings Uh, you should not be you know we should not be governed by our feelings but we should be you know guided by the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit should be our God not our feelings we were designed by God to master life not to have life master us and we read that in book of Genesis chapter 2 God said uh, I created man to, to dominate the the, the, the the earth, you know, and so we were designed by God to master life, not to have life master us. When he put Adam in the garden, he told Adam to, to till the garden, to, to mine the garden, to, to name all the animals. Um, he says, I, I put man in the garden to dominate the earth and um you know uh he didn't put us here to be you know to allow those things to master us he wanted us to master those things and so uh you know we were made in the image of god to reflect his life and his power his authority and his love you know in the earth all right and so First of all, uh, the second thing I want to do is, uh, let's read 3 John, let's get some foundational scripture for what we want to talk about today. Let's go to 3 John, Uh, 3 John uh, verse 2, 3 John verse 2, and I'm reading from the King James version here. And it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. Okay? So, he says, I wish above all things that you prosper even as your soul, say that with me, even as your soul prosper. Now, the definition of soul is is, is first of all, we have to understand that we are just like like God is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I do realize that a lot of people don't understand that, but we'll talk about that topic another day as well. We'll delve more into that. But today, we're going to talk about um, how you also, you and me also, are triune spirits we have three parts to us we have our soul no first of all we have our spirit okay we 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 have our spirit you are a spirit okay we don't have a spirit we are a spirit okay you have a soul you possess a soul your soul is your mind your will And your emotions say it with me your soul is your mind your will and your emotions man has a soul okay man is a spirit okay thirdly you have a body okay our body is how we relate to our world okay we relate to our world through our senses and our senses is a part of our bodies, okay? We, we have hands, and we have to feel things, touch things, okay? We have to grab a hold of things, um, and we're able to do that with our bodies, okay? We see things. We have eyes. So, therefore, eyes are a part of our bodies because it helps us to view our world. And see what's in it okay and our spirit uh, our spirit is where God lives God lives in our spirit okay a spirit you can't see a spirit a spirit is invisible that's where God lives okay and, and that our bodies is the temple of the Holy Spirit okay which is scripture says so our our bodies house the Holy Spirit which is where God lives inside of us in our spirit okay and so uh, we always have him with us okay and so that's where God lives everybody said with me that's where God lives. God lives in our spirit God lives in our spirit all right so, your soul contains the area of your emotions. Your emotions is, is you know, uh, where you think, is your thinker, your feeler, and your chooser, okay? Um, your mind is where your intellect is. Um, your will is where your, your ability to have self-will uh, your will, your emotions is your mind, your will and your emotions and and your mind and your will and your emotions is what guides you and leads you and tells you what to do pertaining to the things in the world or of the world. Okay, And how we how we think, how we feel and how we react to the people or things that we have connection with. In the world, okay, and so how you relate to your world and your soul realm, uh, it is that area contains your emotions. Now, if I were your enemy, I would attack your soul realm. Why? So that I could get you away from the thing that I feel will move you forward in God's will for your life okay because god has some wonderful things for us in our lives but the enemy attacks our soul realm he attacks us in our emotions because we he knows that our emotions are not tamed we 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 have not yet tamed our emotions so if i thought that an individual was weak in their emotions that's exactly where I would attack them. And a lot of times we go through that. We go through that on our jobs. Somebody says something to us, we flip off the top. Next thing you know, we get fired from the job because we don't cussed out the boss. We don't cussed out our coworkers, and we we don't have uh, uh, emotional stability to where we can get a grip o- on our emotions, uh, to where we can tame our emotions. To to restrain ourselves from our emotion, and we just let them go and next thing you know we're out of a job we're either in jail or we're in trouble some kind of way because we did something that we should not have done emotionally. Okay. So how you set your emotions is how you're going to react uh, to any given circumstance or situation. Let's Look at another scripture. Let's look at Colossians 3, 2, and 3. Okay? Colossians 2, 3, and 3. And it says, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. Okay? And so you might say, well, what exactly does that mean? So let's delve into that a little bit. Uh, The Greek word for "set." And this verse means to seek after. It means to strive for. It means to be intent on. Uh, it tells us this must be a way we choose to live. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a way of living that allows us to be set free from the things of this world. That would seek to hold us back and keep us down. Okay, uh, to set your mind on things above means to look at life from God's perspective. Seek after what God desires. This is good for helping with, you know, temptation, um, like my friend, impatience, whether it be with yourself or be with others. Okay. Um, Anger, depression, um, anxiety. And like I said, I'm going to get into this a little bit more. But the last thing I want to do here, and I'm going to, this is just part one of, um, of our topic today. But before I leave, though, I want us to look at Luke 22 and 42. Okay, Luke 22 and 42. Now, we're looking at Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. And the text tells us that Jesus is having a really hard time here because his time has come, and he knows that it's time for him to go to the cross soon. And so he wants the disciples to to stay with him and stay up with him and be with him uh, for his final time here on earth. And so it says here, I want you to read with me, it says... uh, Luke, again, this is Luke 22 and 42. And I am reading from the paraphrase Living Bible, okay? Uh, It says, he walked away perhaps a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed this prayer. Father, if you are willing, please take away this cup of horror from me. But I want your will, not mine. Then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthen him, for he was in such agony, or in his spirit, that he broke into a sweat of blood, which great drops falling to the ground, as he prayed more and more earnestly. At last he stood up again, and returned to the disciples, only to find them asleep, exhausted from grief. Okay? And um it just states here in verse 46, asleep he said, get up, pray that you will not fall when you are tempted. Okay? So Jesus prayed wanted the disciples to pray that they don't fall when they get tempted. Okay? Because he realized that Um, It's very possible that at this weakened state uh, in these circumstances that someone is going to fall and and be weak in this particular situation that emotions um, are going to run high and that uh, it's very possible that that people can get weak at this very point at this point um, in this situation. Um, and, and he already knows that so that's why he's telling them to pray that they don't fall weak during this situation okay uh, he says when you are being tempted Okay, tempted to say like Peter I don't know him I, I have no idea who he is you know and of course we all know Peter was lying Peter knew he was lying But Peter did not was strong when he needed to be strong. Why? Because they all went to sleep. Okay. So anyway, um, Jesus tells them uh, to be careful and to pray during this time. All right. So in this text, we see that Jesus Himself. is having a hard time getting a grip on his emotions but he said nevertheless not my will but let your will be done why did he say that because one of the things as i shared with you that you want to make sure that you do is that you get the father's perspective on what's going on look at life from god's perspective okay and, and which is one of the things that I do now, I don't say what naturally would come to my mind in certain situations and circumstances. Um, I myself, I get impatient with, you know, people. I get impatient with circumstances. I get impatient with, you know, especially when we have to go to certain places like oh maybe social security ds or you're standing in the employment line or unemployment line or or you got to wait for this or you got to wait for that a lot of us draw very very impatient get very impatient standing in the grocery store line you know um we don't like going certain places because we don't have time to wait we don't like waiting um you know, sometimes we we get impatient with people because they're they don't say the things that we feel that they should be saying, or they don't behave the way that we really don't want them to. You know that they don't behave the way we want them to. We draw very impatient with people, and we can be very cold and cutting. Um, get impatient with ourselves because we're not. In a place to where we feel that we should be and we get depressed and we get um, very short-tempered in how things are going for us in our own lives. And so I'm saying to you today that our emotions are there for a reason. But it's not there so that we can just fall into a trap of obeying our emotions but we need to when we start feeling these things we need to immediately understand okay I'm not feeling I'm feeling a little bit impatient right now so Lord I ask you to help me with my impatience because you already know I'm impatient you already know how I am but Lord I ask you just help me right now because I and and do whatever it takes for us to do that some people use breathing techniques some people walk away from situations some people just say no uh you know just walk away sometimes we need to walk away from stuff sometimes we need to change our perspective you know and see something differently okay she's not handling the situation the way i would okay she's not me whatever it takes but sometimes we need to just get a hold of that but this is just part one Uh, I am going to be having a part two of of dealing with your emotions and I'm going to delve a little bit more into this but I did want to just bring you part one today um, and I hope that it was helpful Um, and again thank you so very much for joining me with Change Your World with Yvonne Roberts. This is Christian Radio. Thank you so very much for joining me today. Uh, As always, God bless you. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.